Welcome, everyone. This is the I'm Speaking podcast hosted by Mercy Hernandez and Priya Namar. We're speaking because you've been asking. Join us for a new season as we open up, speak up, and uplift voices everywhere. And of course, all views and opinions expressed in this podcast are that of the hosts and do not represent any outside entities. We have a lot to say, so let's get started. Welcome, everybody, to episode three of What a Woman Should Know Before the Big 30. This topic is time management and goal setting. Hit it, Mercy. Hi, everybody. Okay, so I'm really excited about this time management and goal setting. I love goal setting. I can't tell you how many planners I have, um, calendars I have, <laughs> on my phone and on my desk. It's just, I love it. And then it. we have okay. so many episodes about setting intentions and all that. Yeah, so, because it's such a core thing. It's so important. Um, and in our previous um, topic, we spoke about goal setting. So I really want to go first to what is time management and what is goal setting. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the core of it. So what is time management? Time management refers to a range of skills, tools, and techniques utilized to accomplish specific tasks, projects, and goals. This set encompasses a wide scope of activities, and these include planning, setting goals, delegation, analysis of time spent, monitoring, organizing, scheduling, and prioritizing. So you see a lot of things fall in there. Mm -hmm. I think in my personal case, the fact that I had a business that I was running, a husband, a house, three daughters. Um, at one point, I had all three of my girls in different schools. One was mm -hmm. in elementary, one middle school, one high school, um, payroll, and just on and on and on and on. If I didn't have some kind of time management, I could not have accomplished anything. I would have been all over the place. So for years, my life consisted on a list of things to do. I had my things to do with the little bubble next to them. And as I went, I just checked it off. Yep. And it just helped me get through that time, staying organized and, and creating habits, little habits. Mm -hmm. Well, you're so, still doing that. You're still doing that. Yeah, I guess it just became a, a way of life and, mm -hmm. and it works. I tell you, it really works. So what are time management skills? First of all, staying organized prioritizing what you need to accomplish, setting goals clearly, effectively planning out your day, practicing delegating tasks and handling stress in a positive way. Mm -hmm. And that's the core of that management skill, the time management skill. Well, it's not hard. It's not, it's not easy being positive. <laughs> It's not, but it makes all it's the not, difference because there is stress involved. So if you, um, if you're very OCD or you're very like, um, what do you call it? Like a personality is that it's type a personality, I'm both. I'm both. <laughs> <laughs> you want things I a certain way or, it, and if you come out of those lines, if you like stray from those, that tunnel vision, things get a little fuzzy, a little anxiety pops up. It's a little loud. <laughs> yeah, a little, a little, it's very easy to get into like the worry mode or like, oh, this is not happening the way I want it to. Ah, you know, like all those things can creep up. Exactly. Absolutely. So by setting goals, employees know where the bulk of their time belongs each day. 
should they be focused. They are better able to prioritize their workload based on the goals of the business and manage their time better while they're at work. So here are some things that I feel. These are some things I jotted down that I think um, worked for me, but Priya, I want you to share what worked for you. So take a 10 minute break after 50 minutes of work, work for one hour and take every other hour off. Work for three hours, add in one hour for free time, put in some work for another three hours and more free hours, two hours of work. So I'm going to say that again, because it's a lot of hours here and there. Okay. <laughs> and I might've messed up. So I'm going to say that all over again. Okay. So let's do this. Take a 10 minute break after 50 minutes of work. Work one hour and take every other hour off. Work for three hours. Add one hour for free time. Put in work for another three hours. One more free hour, two more hours of work. This, if you really write it down and this would work really ideally if you have your own business or if you're working from home. Mm -hmm. It's a great recipe to stay focused and make the most out of what you're doing from home. Yeah. So, so you do this currently or you did this? I, well, I learned about this. I never really put this one in practice. I have several that I added, but this one I never put in practice because aside from the OCD and aside from the um, craziness in my life, I also had ADHD, so I was kind of everywhere. Uh-huh. So one thing led me to another that led me to another. Um, I wish I had, but I didn't. I wish I did, but I'm not. But I'm just saying that this sounds really wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> so it's something I should put into, into practice, but I don't. I really hope my daughter, Sam, um, can include this into her schedule because she is working from home and I think this would be amazing for her. So I'm going to share it with her. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely think that this is, um, this is doable. I feel like I, whoever's, if you're, as you're listening to this, please write this method down. (laughs) Write it down. And I'll say it one last time. Mm -hmm. Take a 10 minute break after 50 minutes of work, work for one hour and take every other hour off work a total of three hours add in one hour for free time that could probably be lunchtime Mm -hmm. put in work for another three hours one more free hour and then come back for an additional two hours yep so at the end you're working eight hours but very productive time Mm -hmm. i i do want to add to that so if you're sitting in an office and you're staring at a screen all day to look away every 20 minutes. So every 15 minutes that you're taking a, a little break, look away from your screen and it's just for your eyes. And as someone who stare, who stared at the screen her whole life, my eyes are starting to really like wear on me. <laughs> They're not as clear as they were. Uh, the UV light hurts me after a little while. My eyeballs start hurting and then I get headaches. So it will and affect you. you. A shield in front of your screen? No, I have UV, UV glasses and you see oh, them. Oh, I do too. Yours, yeah. yeah. Yours look as good as mine on our desk. <laughs> yeah, it's from the same brand. Yeah, but it's, uh, my point is they're on our desk. Not I on know our, we're both not wearing them. <laughs> yeah, not on our faces. Yeah, uh, so so try to look away from your screen. I'm putting them on now. 
Look How away, long Priya. should you look away, Priya? Um, at least 10 minutes. At least 10 minutes. Just to readjust your eyes, you know, relax your eyeballs a little bit, de-stress your, your muscles. Um, Girl, I stopped looking at the screen for 10 minutes and I'm like looking at squirrels out the window and I'm done. <laughs> I don't know. This is a long time. Maybe get up and walk. And walk around your desk and then sit in. <laughs> and, and then and then this day and age of social media, it's very hard not to look at your phone. So as you're working, put your phone on silent, turn your phone off, um, do what you need to do, put your phone in your drawer, turn it over so you're not looking at the screen so you don't see the notifications so yeah. you can get your work done because it's very distracting. And last time I was in an office situation, I was having such a hard time. I was like, oh my God, what, what, I, what is this notification? <laughs> like I kept looking at my phone and it was a huge distraction to getting work done. Um, and I don't have ADHD like Mercy, but I do get distracted, so. And even on your watch, if you're wearing an Apple watch. Yeah. I don't yeah, know about that, put, put a sticky note over it or something, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's notifications coming in. Like I, you know, mine doesn't stop. My phone does not stop. It's like constant, constant. And it's mainly text and different chats that I have on WhatsApp and all their notifications are constantly coming in. Never mind social media because I cannot have those notifications on because I wouldn't have a battery on my yeah. phone um, or emails. So yeah, we have to really you know work on setting a time for everything. And that's going to take you into my next segment, which is block schedule. So block schedule right now is all the rage. Mm -hmm. Everybody's talking about it. There's TikToks all over the place about it. And there's so many great ideas and ways that you can do it. Um, I started, I kid you not, Priya, I started breaking everything down so I could do the block schedule. And when I finished it, me personally, I'm like, who am I kidding? I'm not going to do that because... I'm going to block. That's just where I'm at in life right now, right? At yeah. 55. So I looked at it like, okay, so between 11 and 1230, I'm going to walk and I'm going to come back and then I'm going to have lunch and then I'm going to take a 15 minute. And I'm thinking, who am I kidding? I'm not working from home nine to five every day. Billy's going to wake up and say, hey, let's go to the beach and then have brunch. And I'm going to say, uh, hell yeah. And I'm out. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm wasting my time with this block. But Again, wish I had this back when I really needed it. Mm -hmm. So I want to share with those that might still need it. Okay. So they say really what you should do. So the block schedule, research it. I would do it no justice. Mm -hmm. And it's really big right now and trending on TikTok. I, I actually do it right now. I do. I do are you the doing it? Schedule. And are you finding that it helps you? Yeah, it helps me a lot. So if um, we'll go ahead and tell everybody what, it, what it's all about and I'll tell you. No, that was it. I was just going to tell him to look oh. it up. Please tell them what it's all about. <laughs> so I, I set my calendar on my phone. Um, I don't have a, a paper planner or anything. And what I'll do is I'll block out, if I need to edit a video, I'll block out three hours um, on the Google calendar. I'll block out for, for example, the podcast, I block out four hours so we, we can record. If I'm going to the gym, I block out three and a half hours, four hours. Like I use blocks. So this way, I could, it also helps me again to set boundaries. So if somebody wants to meet or call, call me and I'm like, oh my God, this day is going to be packed with stuff because I have all these blocks. I cannot mm -hmm. meet with this person. I won't squeeze anybody in. I'm very like, 
I'm now about like just being comfortable with my calendar instead of just trying to pack everything out in and be stressed out. So the blocks help me to really schedule everything out in a way where I'm not stressed. <laughs> like I know I have this time for this and that's it. Like nothing's going to interfere with that. Damn, I should have seen, I should have watched your TikTok on that. <laughs> I have no TikTok. I love it that. now. I love <laughs> it now. <laughs> okay. So let me tell you a little bit about, so let me tell you a little bit about smart goals. So what is a smart goal, right? I talk about distractions for Kill's FaceTime. Okay. <laughs> so let me talk to you about five goals that you should have. They're called smart goals. Have you heard of that, Priya? Smart I, goals? I think, I think, but go ahead, tell me. Okay. So this is what SMART stands for. Your goals should be S, specific, M, measurable, A, achievable, R, realistic, and anchored within T, time frame. Mm. So this breaks down, this is an acronym, SMART is an acronym for all of these words that we just, that we just used. And they say that if you write that down and you look at it, and this I did have, I actually had it not only on my desk, but I also had it on my vision board and I would really break it down. And it says, be smart, mindset, be smart. And it would say, be specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and anchored within a time frame. So this would work out great if you say, I'm studying and I want to get my degree um, by the end of the year. Okay, well, is that really achievable? Is it realistic? And is, you know, does it fall within the time frame to do within a year? If you're trying to get a bachelor's degree and you just started or your doctorate or whatever it may be, it might be a two-year plan. So you have to make sure that it falls within the time frame so that it can be realistic. And then it could be achievable. And then you break it down to the specifics. So you have to be really thorough and smart with your goals. You just don't set goals like, oh, that's it. I'm buying a house. Okay, mm -hmm. when are you buying the house? And exactly how are you going to buy the house? And how much do you have to save? And they say you go to, to the goal first. So the goal is to buy a house, right? Or to graduate it with your doctorate or whatever the case may be. You go to the goal and then you work your way backwards. You say, okay, well, how long would that take? How much is that going to cost? What do I need to do to get the money that it's going to cost and to find the time to do what it's going to take? And at the end of it all, you break it down so that it's smart. Mm -hmm. So smart is specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-framed. Love okay. it. Love it. And it's all, it's, yeah. so they're pretty much the goals are detailed. Yeah. So it goes into detail. So if you really look at it and you break your time down right and you do either your block scheduling or just a regular schedule that you follow that works for you. And there's a million different ways out there. Just find whatever really works best for you. And you include a smart plan. I think you're going to find a big, big difference. Now, I'm going to sum this up with a personal experience. I recently read the book Atomic Habits. I Ooh. think I told you about it. Yep. Yeah. I have so it. So I read this I book. You have it? Yeah. Wow. That 
is a game changer. That book was so wonderful. So Atomic Habits by James Clear is a best-selling book with over a million copies sold by 2018. So I'm sure it's way more now. Atomic Habits is a great book if you are looking for some perspective which will lay out a bunch of do's and don'ts for creating new habits and breaking old ones. It is full of directly actionable advice. An atomic habit is a regular practice or routine that is only small and easy, but has incredible power. A component of the system or compound growth. Bad habits repeat themselves again and again, not because you don't want to change, but because you have the wrong system for change. So the book is powerful for many things. As I was reading the book, I realized that a lot of the things that I had done that were positive and that had helped me succeed had to do with my small changes. And I realized that a lot of the things that I don't like about myself or that stopped me from doing better are those habits that I have that are really small, but become impactful. So a perfect example would be when I wanted to lose weight after having my kids and my morning coffee had sugar and had cream. And when I decided to make the very small change of adding nothing to my coffee and just having the coffee black at that point was drastic for me, right? It's a big change from cream and sugar to just black. And that tiny change actually added up to all the calories that I wasn't taking every morning that then resulted in weight loss. So it's little tiny things that become a routine because I have the coffee every single day. It wasn't like pizza that you have every once in a while. It was like a a regular thing. It was the waking up and making the bed. I used to make the bed whenever the time was there. But when I made it a habit not to leave my bedroom until my bed was made, it gave me this total sense of accomplishment on something so small and so tiny. And as the day went by, anytime I had to go back to the room or when I would get home after being dead all day, you walk into a pleasant environment because it's organized, it's clean, and it was one less stress with the bed not being made. Um, and so examples are like that and they go on and on and on. I highly recommend the book. I think, although I, I did do a lot of the practices that he spoke about, I wish I had read it when I was, oh God, in my twenties. And I think it would have been so powerful for me to know that tiny, tiny little things can have such huge effects. And that when we look at ourselves and going back to the weight, right? Regardless of whatever weight you have, if you're happy with it, then it's wonderful. But if you're unhappy with your weight and you will have this broken record that's constantly repeating itself saying, oh my God, I have to lose weight. Oh my God, I have to lose weight. I have to get on a diet. And then, you know, you're on a diet for one week and then you're not the next week. And instead of looking at it like, oh, I have to get on a diet. Oh, I'm going to start on Monday. And that old school routine, start with the little things. Okay, from now on, this is how I'm going to drink my coffee. From now on, I'm not going to have sodas anymore. I'm going to drink water. Maybe I'll have seltzer water instead of the soda. So I can still get a little bit of the effect. 
Um, from now on, I'm going to make sure that at least I restrict my lunch and I'm going to have tuna every day for lunch, but I'm not going to have the bread. I'm going to have it with a couple of crackers and it becomes lifetime changes. And I think, you know, one of the places I had learned this concept was with Weight Watchers. Mm. Again, when I had my youngest, Lauren, I really needed to lose a lot of weight. And I went to Weight Watchers and at, during their meetings, the one thing they would constantly tell you is this is not a diet. This is a change in lifestyle. This is a forever thing. From now on, every time you're going to eat a piece of chicken or a piece of steak, it should never be bigger than your fist. When you're going to order at a restaurant, make sure that they pack half of it to go. It was habits. It was little habits that you were going to start adopting so that you could not only lose the weight, but keep the weight off. And so, you know, clearly it's worked for them. Weight Watchers is one of the top um, ways of losing weight out there. Um, and this book kind of put it in perspective. It's very clear. It's spoken about with storytelling. So it's entertaining. And I highly recommend it. I, we get absolutely nothing for saying this. We're not promoting <laughs> I am just telling you from personal experience that I found it extremely helpful. I actually listened to the book as opposed to reading it. I had it um, on Audible and I would go on walks every morning and I would listen to it and it would pump me up for the day. So if you're looking for a book to listen to while you're on the subway or, you know, on your walk, your workout, whatever the case may be, highly recommended. I think it's, um, it's a great book to help you with time management and goal settings. Mm -hmm. I also want to add that, you know, books are a great resource. Like, I I mean, I do Audible all the time now. I feel like I probably read less and I just listen. <laughs> I just listen now. Do you I, listen to them on regular or do you double the speed? On regular, on regular. I've tried okay. doubling the speed and it kind, of, it kind of annoys me. Like it does something to my brain. So I listen <laughs> to it on regular. I listen to it while I work out, while I'm cleaning the bathroom, while I'm washing the dishes, like that. It's just easy for me. And I feel like I'm being entertained, you know, um, but books are a great resource. I definitely recommend getting into the habit of picking up books that help you to improve yourself and also, you know, just to relax and escape for a little bit because being stress free is very important. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, we're both avid book lovers and, and we both have that. I really think that's one of the biggest things we have in common, Priya, mm -hmm. that we love to read for entertainment and we love to read for self-help. So yeah. we tend to read, you know, books on the regular. And of course our book club is a way of, of keeping us on our toes with that, which is awesome. Yeah. Plug, plug, plug. <laughs> book club. It's where it's at. Yes. Yes. So that's everything I have for you girls um, during time management and goal setting. I hope that it really does help you. It uh, makes a big difference to stay organized to prioritize what you need to accomplish, to set those goals really clearly, um, have strong communication skills, and effectively plan out your day. Practice delegating tasks, remember, and also handling stress in as positive a way as you can. So Absolutely. that does it for this segment, Priya. Awesome, awesome. So make sure you click the next episode to learn all about setting boundaries. This is the I'm Speaking Podcast with Mercy. And Priya. Thank you, everyone.